Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, hello, everyone. It is Wednesday. It is my favorite day of the week. And I want to welcome you all here this week, and hopefully you've been having a good summer. I am back from Vermont, if you haven't heard my show from last week. I'm back from Vermont, back from the East Coast, and just really loving being back. I mean, being away is great, isn't it? But when you get home, it's also great. So that's that's kind of where I am. Anyway, and all I did go through some intense experiences there, and they're all bubbling up into my outer reality, and it's all really good. So anyway, I do want to just say that if you want to call in, and I rarely ever get call-ins, but I will give the phone number anyway, is 646-668-8565. And in fact, you can call in just to listen. And I do have one listener that does that. So you can call in just to listen, or you can, you know, obviously get the podcast. I do have it on my up-to-date, I believe, on my website, higherselfvoice.com. Also, you can get it from the podcast app on the iPhone. It's a purple app with a microphone in the center. It comes on the iPhone, I believe. It's already on there. It also comes on the Android and the Samsung. But I think you have to download it, but it is free. And one of my listeners, Robin, she told me, and I think it's correct, that the podcast app is called CastBox. So, um, cast box, and it also has the same purple symbol with the the microphone in the center. So anyway, you can listen to them, you know, however you want, just to listen, or you can download them, whatever. It's, it's in the MP3 <clears throat> format so that it's easy for all of us to access and utilize. And I found out when I was in in Vermont, I believe I'm also on iTunes. So... <laughs> Maybe you can find me on iTunes. It would be the Higher Self Voice Radio or Janet Richmond. I'm not sure which. I, in fact, I think I come up for both. But in any case, uh, that's another option if you're an iTunes person. Okay. So today's show is really going to be great. And I sent the show to my son earlier in the week because it has very much to do with a lot of what he's processing. And he just, he doesn't listen to my shows. He doesn't read all my material or anything. But he, because we talk at great depth, he knows the material. Yeah, you know, maybe not as much context as you guys who listen regularly have. But he said he cried twice. So it did touch him, and I hope it touches the rest of you, and also right in the middle, I have a personal experience that I'm going to share with you. I have, when I put out that question last week, should I put more of my personal experiences in or less or 
about the thing that I've been doing. I have heard back from several people who actually said, we love that part. We love the personal experiences because it helps personalize it for them. And so I'm not going to be as quote unquote shy about it. I've always been cautious not, you know, to really focus on the information rather than on me. <laughs> but I do understand and I am going to be offering more because as I mentioned last week, almost every single week, one, two, or three very interesting things come up for me, either for me personally or in healing with someone. And so I, I just really, um, I just think it's important. So I'm going to be sharing with you. Anyway, okay, so today's show, it's the uh, unity and at one mint, you know, the higher selves both have these interesting words, um, at one mint. Anyway, it was from July of 1987, and we do have the amalgamation statement by Joan, which is so powerful, and I always like to include it when I have it actually, when I have it transcribed. Sometimes, for some reason, it's not transcribed, and I'm not sure why. But in any case, um, I do have it for today. So let's get started, guys. All right. Let's all quiet our minds for a few moments, and in this state of quiet, we want to remain conscious in every level of our beingness. We want to be conscious of being in this room, conscious of all that goes around us, and conscious of all the information coming through individually and collectively. And in this moment of consciousness, let's focus our attention on the light within. You will recall that this is symbolic of the pure soul essence, and the pure soul essence carries within it for each individual soul the highest point of power, the highest point of perfection, the highest point of growth and expansion. And it continues moment to moment to moment to grow, which means that the power and the perfection are in that moment to moment state of expansion. It is important for us to remember this and to recall this into our consciousness from time to time. And while our attention is focused on this light, the symbol of the pure soul essence, I want each of us to allow that to grow until we are encompassed within its center. Let us take a moment to experience this point of power, this point of perfection. Let us take a moment to experience the energy of this pure soul essence that connects us to the totality of all life at all levels. Each time we plug into the pure soul essence, we are consciously focusing our energy outward along these connections, assisting those souls beneath us in evolutionary consciousness and being assisted by those souls beyond us in evolutionary consciousness. In maintaining your conscious focus on being centered within this light, I now ask that each of us thought project into the originating source of energy, that energy we are always connected to and that carries us into higher levels of expansion and growth in that moment-to-moment experiencing. And now let us consciously amalgamate with the totality of our higher selves. And at this time, we invite any higher selves from any realm or any direction that care to join with us in this session, to come forward and join with us. 
And again, we are asked to remain conscious throughout of our amalgamation and of our centeredness with the understanding that each individual in this room, each listener, is an open window to that higher information from the higher selves, whether they be your individual higher selves or the higher selves of other individuals. So we are asked, each of us, to remain open to receive whatever is there to be received at this point in time, making no judgments at any individual level as to whether or not you are that open conduit. For each of you, know that you are. And remaining aware of all these different levels, now let's move to the healing circle, which is symbolic of very real energy. This healing circle, as you know, is infused with hope and faith the power of the miraculous, higher heart consciousness energy, and many other energies we've so placed as a group over the past few years. This healing circle carries an energy that is very potent and very powerful. And when we focus our attention upon it, we activate the energy that this healing circle symbolizes. When we consciously focus our attention upon it, we are feeding and empowering this energy and assisting and sustaining and maintaining this energy in a very real way. We will begin the healing sequence tonight by asking each of you to consciously move into the center of the healing circle, standing in the center as a collective group, making no judgments one way or the other, but simply standing within the center of the circle, the hub. And as you stand there from your heart center, begin to flow upward through the top of your head and out the energy of higher heart consciousness. You may visualize this, if you desire, as a vibrant pink energy infused with sparks of golden and silver light. It's unimportant how you visualize this energy. What is important is that you allow it to flow from you in this higher heart consciousness vibration. Now, continuing to remain in the center of the healing circle, let us call into the healing circle all souls in all levels, in all directions that are involved in situations and conditions that appear to be hopeless. We do not have to make judgment about what those situations are. The souls involved know well what the situation is, and so we invite them to partake of this healing circle energy. More specifically, we can call in at this point in time those situations and conditions that deal with catastrophic, traumatic, and apparently terminal illnesses, and all souls involved in working in areas that deal with research and medicine and alternative modalities that can assist these situations and conditions. Now, at this point in time, I will tell you there are many souls moving into our healing circle. And please remember, this is only a symbol. The energy expands to include all who desire to partake of it. There are many souls from many levels that move in through and around to join in this healing circle. Some come to partake of the healing within their own vibration. Others come to assist in helping to bring this healing and balancing into our healing circle so that we understand that we are never alone, so that we understand that as we consciously focus the thought outward, there are many souls that respond who come forward to process in this particular pattern. 
Many of those are fourth dimensional in nature. Many are fifth dimensional in nature. Some come in for healing and some come in to assist in healing. Many of the souls who enter the healing circle, both known and unknown, are out of body. For this energy can be utilized by the soul itself, whether it carries a body or not. Now continue to focus your attention on the higher heart consciousness energy that you are expressing. And let us offer it to each soul within the healing circle, the energy of hope, knowing that hopelessness must be counteracted with hope before the soul can reach out and begin to accept the knowing. We infuse hope. We give this energy to each soul within the healing circle, and each soul receives the energy to the degree that the soul desires. And now let us offer to each individual soul the energy of faith. The faith is what, that what is hoped for will manifest. And now, standing in the healing circle, actively offering higher heart consciousness energy for all the souls so placed, Allow that energy to move upward and outward, bathing and lifting every soul that it touches. The greatest, most powerful energy of the three is higher heart consciousness energy. You are the fountain of love, bathing these individuals, these situations and conditions in this higher essence of perfect love. Now, continuing to be very conscious of the energy flowing from you outward into the totality of the healing circle, become conscious also of moving into the center of the astral band itself, as Iris and Hannah and Nicole and John and Randy and many of the others, both known and unknown, come forward to join with us as part of this collective fountain of love. Now let us focus outward into the totality of the astral band as a unit. Reach out with your mind and flow the energy of hope, seeking out all astral thought vibrations that deal with apparent hopeless situations. You do not have to judge them. You only have to send the vibration of hope out to, into all of those astral configurations. In sending that energy out, you are building in that astral band that, that is opposite. Now send the energy of faith out into those areas where hope energy has been placed. Now collectively as a group, very consciously again focus your attention on the higher heart consciousness energy and flow it upward and outward, bathing the entire astral vibration with the higher heart consciousness energy. Janet. Okay, I just want to mention uh, in a quick aside before starting the informational part that the people Joan mentioned being in the astral are fifth dimensional she knew who had laid aside the body. They have become astral workers and she would often see them and others as we work in the astral. I now see them too from time to time and many others who I have since known. Okay, excuse me. Higher Self. All right. Tonight, the Higher Self once more will address the idea that we must be firmly connected to the concept that we ourselves, at the facade human level, are those vehicles of expression in this reality to take responsibility for who and what we really are. They remind us that we already know we're the directing identities in this reality. We already know 
that we are encouraged at all times not to focus on the outer reality in an attempt to draw to us someone or something that will take charge of our lives and relieve us of any responsibility of having to take charge of our own lives. So they come forward once more with the idea that we must. No, not must. We are encouraged at all times to be firmly aware of the fact that we are standing on our own and that we have the ability, once we have fully comprehended and uncovered those hidden powers that each of us carry, to literally play the role of creator in our own lives and in our own vibrations. They remind us that from the beginning, we've been given input about the importance of taking responsibility for our own lives and making our own lives what we know can be the, can be the very, can be manifested at the very highest level. They feel that in many instances, the schisms that take place in the fourth dimensional reality, where we are for the most part unconsciously playing many different roles out of the psychological personality dis- distortions that we each carry, so that it becomes difficult for time to, from time to time for us really to really fully understand the true soul essence that we carry at that fifth dimensional level, that fifth dimensional vibration. Again, they remind us that in order to fulfill the roles that we have volunteered for in assisting and being part of the humanitarian process in the years to come, that this group, including those from the past and including those from the future, that this group is being assisted in order to be able to stand firmly in place as that self-creating creator at the point in time the humanities will need to be able to see this demonstrated based on and because of this pioneering aspect that you are involved in at this point in the pattern. It's important, again, to understand you will be involved in the infusion and the completion of the evolutionary concept of higher heart consciousness in addition to the involvement as it pertains to the evolutionary concept of that that is called the new age. Janet, okay. Here the higher selves state specifically that we have two roles. Okay, guys, we have two jobs here. And for that reason, we are getting so much assistance for them. Started back with Joan, it's now continuing with me and many others around the planet, you know, those known and unknown. I I really don't know, but we're getting assistance from a lot of people. Okay. And not only, we not only will be part of the new age concept, but we will also need to complete the higher heart consciousness concept that was aborted 2,000 years ago. And of course, for more information on this, what happened 2,000 years ago, please go back and listen to my shows if you haven't already that talk about planetary, the concepts that are infused into the planets and then continue with the series of in his own words. These started at the, toward the end of 2016, I think in October or early November, somewhere in there. Anyway, to do this, these jobs, we need to be standing firmly in place as the self-creating creator because we're going to be demonstrating this to the humanities, higher self. It becomes very important then for each of you to begin to fully understand and comprehend 
within yourself what this idea of higher heart consciousness implies and what it truly means. Marias has given inputs on other occasions, and the same is true of Sadakis and others that, from that particular time of, in history. And yet we still have not fully within ourselves comprehended the idea of higher heart consciousness energy as it pertains to ourselves on an individual level. We must first become united within ourselves about ourselves before we can move out into, into any area of dealing with unity and harmony where the humanities are concerned. At that psychological personality schisming level, we are in many instances placed in a position of feeling as if there are aspects within our nature that are not right and proper, that are something to be despised, that carry very negative connotations as far as we are concerned. And yet in every single instance, if an individual could sit down and redefine these apparent personality psychologically dis- psychological distortions, those individuals would find, without, find almost without qualification that it's only a program that has been bought into in this reality based on what's been brought forward at the altered reality level for many different lifetimes and conditioned and modeled from a very early age in this lifetime, not only by the people that play out the roles of the parents, but the individuals that involve themselves at the peer group level. And of course, at the collective unconscious vibration, individuals picked up, pick up and are molded through those altered realities within the astral based on the many ideas and concepts that are placed there by the thoughts of the humanities on any given planet at any point in time. It becomes very important then to understand that the harmony and peace and at one minute of the higher heart consciousness energy must first begin within the individual. To become united and to have unity of purpose with others does not mean that the unonement and that and that unity of purpose must be a collective agreement on a specific way or that a specific thing should be fulfilled. We've been told on more than one occasion that the destiny of each individual who has volunteered from that fifth dimensional level is only to is only to assist in the evolutionary movement of all life forms in all levels. How that destiny is fulfilled plays out at a very distinctive and very individual manner. So it becomes important at this stage in time to understand that the unonement with others, that unity of purpose, does not deal with a specific manner in which the total total vibration must be carried out but instead deals more specifically with the idea that if you are at one with yourself, if you are united with yourself, if you are in harmony with yourself, you are free then and allow other individuals to be who they are, to fulfill their purpose in the manner they have chosen and to be at one with that particular purpose of that individual's life or in the individual collective that may come together to fulfill some purpose. It is brought up at this point in time, for you already know 
and have been told that you will become part of what could be viewed as a communications bridge in the future. That communications bridge being not offering a philosophy that is built on the ideas and concepts of the fifth dimensional realm and the higher self, but that bridge will be built upon the very basic ideas and concepts as they pertain to allowing individuals to be who and what they are with the purpose of having peace among individuals or groups of individuals where that particular vibration is concerned. Janet, okay. Just to recap, in case you missed it, uh, the higher selves are saying that in order to be the bridges in the future, to help the humanities move into a place of acceptance and unity and harmony among all peoples of all philosophies, we must begin first with ourselves. It's not about having everyone on the planet believe the same thing or follow the same political philosophy or to become who we think they should become or to follow the fifth dimensional information. Keep in mind, we are receiving the information from the higher self to help prepare and assist us for our job to and assist the humanities. So it isn't about, oh, we're going to turn around and give this information to the humanities or we are going to push them and force them to become something we believe they should become. Instead, with a full acceptance of ourselves from the knowing on that level, we will be able to fully accept others with all their various differences and different philosophies, different political orientation, and we will demonstrate even without any words that acceptance. Okay. Higher self. It's difficult at this point in time to look at the planetary situation on planet Earth and believe there could ever be a time when various factions at the political and philosophical level can dwell in peace and harmony. This is a situation that's worsened over a period of time as the collective unconscious has continued to take the information that is processed and has flowed it back into the planetary force field of energy. These are, situ- excuse me, these are situations that can be addressed individually and have been addressed by the group where the energy of hope and faith and higher heart consciousness energy is concerned. But it does become, at one level or another, many times hard, hard for the individual to be able, even in the knowledge that the situation will ultimately bring a sense of peace and, of harm, peace and harmony and unity, it becomes difficult from time to time to really get behind that idea. Janet. Okay, I want to clarify something. A couple things. When the higher self mean when what the higher self mean when they say the collective unconscious has flowed the information back into the planetary force field of, inform, of energy, simply means that the humanities, through their own thoughts, are empowering the altered realities of the astral, moment to moment to moment, which in turn flow back into the collective unconscious. Remember that at the unconscious level, we are all picking up those astral energies. So the flow is, is, it is a 
a give and a take. It's a, it's a circle. The, the thoughts of the humanities flow in the astral, and then the humanities pick up those astral energies. So it's circular. So that's basically what they're saying. Also, um, keep in mind, too, that this information was from 1987, and they talk about how the uh, peace and harmony, it's hard to see that peace and harmony have, um, could possibly come to fruition on the planet because it's worsened. What we're seeing now is, yes, it is very difficult still out there, but I do see, and if we spent time looking over the last 30 years, we, will, we would see that there is more acceptance and more harmony moving in into the world in many areas. Uh, there is more work to be done for sure, uh, but there is hope here for sure. Anyway, okay, higher self. It also becomes difficult for you to focus within your own mind at this point in time as to how you could be part of an undertaking that will ultimately see this planet living in a state of peace and unity and harmony, even as each group or groups of individuals can continue to be who they are in the space that they're in at any point in time. And yet, you have groomed yourself for this from the moment in time you voluntarily return to this planet in order to be part of that process as that process begins to play itself out. If you are to be that individual, if you are to be that group who ultimately will assist in bringing this kind of positive energy to the planet, to the souls upon the planet, then you must accept within yourself that you will re- reach that point within yourself, for you have so ordained it from the moment in time you volunteered to be here now on this planet. This means, though, that even though you are unable from time to time to comprehend your greatness, and this is not presented in any ego sense of the word, even though you are not able to comprehend your greatness, you will nevertheless be carried through by yourself in that higher level to the point in time where you stand united at one and in harmony with yourself, which then allows you to move out into that vibration and become part of that process that will bring at one and harmony and unity to the planet itself. Okay, Janet, this is the big part where I'm breaking in to talk about something personal about myself, uh, a situation that that happened to me, and it is relevant to today's information. I did mention a part of this, I believe it was last week or maybe another week. I don't think... I know I didn't go into it in this detail. For those of you who didn't hear it, you will have context because I'm explaining it again, the part that I've already talked about. Even if you did hear it, it'll bring bring the details fresh to your mind. So, again, I don't think repetition is too bad. Too bad a thing. Anyway, um, and I have even further insight into it, and it's so relevant to today's show. Uh, You'll see why I want to talk about it. Okay. When I was in the East, I ended up in a situation or being uh, not part of a situation, but kind of viewing a situation that was very difficult for a very close friend of mine. I'm not going to be detailed in about, it, about it because of the off-show, 
be completely off chance that um, someone is really minor, but, you know, for privacy, I, just in case someone listens to the show. Anyway, at some point, I decided to do some distant healings, not on my friend. I'd already done and continued to do healings with her in person, but distant healing on the individual within the situation that was maybe what you would call difficult and uncaring and actually she had a a very abrasive uh, way with her. Um, And when I decided to do the healing zone, as you know, no matter how a person plays out, they carry the pure soul essence. Every single soul is as valuable and important as every other soul. And so for me, I've always worked on all sides the ones that seem more negative as well as the ones that seem to be in the in a position where they are receiving negative behavior. In any case, um, I was in for a surprise. This individual, and I'm going to give her a name, her name was, uh, it, it's not her name, but I'm going to call her Sandra. Sandra, she was not a fifth dimensional, carrying the dual soul nature. She was still part of the human kingdom at about the fifth level somewhere, the fifth level of the seven levels. You know, each kingdom has seven levels, and then there are levels within each level, et cetera, et cetera. And she was somewhere in that fifth level. Therefore, much of her behavior was because she hadn't yet fully assimilated the animal nature. What was important to her was domination. She was playing out of an you know, if you look at the animal kingdom, kind of the need to be the alpha uh, role, need to be in control. She was, she would set up her territory and then she would defend it at all costs. And the best defense was to go on the offense. So, um, so she was really playing out a lot of the behavior that I was observing because I saw her quite a bit was the fact that she has still not assimilated the animal nature. She had not reached the purity as yet of the human nature. Now, the information was fascinating to me as I'd only once before consciously worked on on an individual that was not fifth dimensional. Now, when I work on groups, I'm not even given that information. Sometimes I work on groups, and we do on the show. We work on the whole, all the souls on the planet. We are working as a group on many that aren't fifth dimensional, but on an individual level where I do an individual healing. It had only happened to me once before. One of my groups, I did a mini healing on someone, and the issue that he brought to bear for me to work on that day had to do, I don't remember how to do, but it, it was, uh, I saw that the um, there was uh, elements from his animal nature that needed to be healed, and so I did. But that was the only other time. So it was surprising for me simply because it was so different. Um, anyway, my role, as you, as you know, anyway, is, is, is really has been so far to, because all of the fifth dimensionals around the globe, as you know, we're all being triggered at the unconscious level, and we're being triggered faster and more intensely than the humanities are at this point, because we're being triggered from the fifth and the fourth dimensional level. I mean, we're being triggered big time. My role, for the most part, up, up until now, or um, and I think it will be from 
for the most part for a while, has been to bring the conscious information to people to so that many fifth dimensionals are moving into conscious understanding of that's who they are. That seems to be most of my role. So it was a that was one of the reasons I think that I was have not been working with uh, humans before. Anyway, the higher selves were clear that I would not be able to heal her in the in quote unquote into moving up, you know, many evolutionary levels. In other words, to move her from the level of human to the top of the seventh level. She, but they said that I would be able to help her perhaps uh, to move up perhaps one level of the fifth level or whatever, because I don't know what level within the fifth. I wasn't given that information. And I'd be able to help her with soul scrambles and to assimilate perhaps some of the uh, misunderstandings related to the animal nature. Okay, so I did that. Now, since I lived from, left Vermont, in fact, the situation in some ways seemed to improve, but it also seemed to have worsened. So I'm very aware that my viewpoint is my perception and the unfoldment of this situation back there is as it should be. However, because there is a part of me that is concerned for the friend who's relate, who you know has this situation with Sandra, I decided to work on Sandra again. And this time was unbelievably fascinating for two other reasons. Okay, now, first, when I call Sandra in, and I'm working at a distance each time, Sandra has no conscious knowledge that I've been working on her, Um, she came in, now this is so interesting, guys, she came in at the mind level, kicking and screaming. Now, let me review what I mean by the mind level. The mind is the aspect of the soul that is processing in this life, all the thoughts, the experiences, the emotions, etc., all those, all that you process in your current life is the mind level. Because I know the word mind is used out there in a million different ways and it's defined in whatever way it's defined. But I'm being really clear. She came in at the mind, she was kicking and screaming at the mind level. So, of course, she's not conscious. So it's at her unconscious mind level. But she didn't want me or anybody else to work on her because in this life at the mind level, she feels she's a spiritual expert, that she knows everything that, and she wouldn't under, under, entertain for a moment that anyone, me or anyone, would have, would have anything to offer her or could help her. She very much uses this expertise as one of her self-identities uh, that is kind of part of her Uh, part of her process in this life. So at the mind level, she was not about having me help her at all. Okay. But here was the interesting thing. Even though she didn't want me to work on her at the mind level, and she literally was kicking and screaming, guys, at the soul level, she did. Remember, the free will is held at the soul level and not at the mind level. Her soul was desperate for help. And so the mind level had to step forward because the soul was making the decision here. 
okay? It was so fascinating to me, even though I know that this can happen. Even though I know it can happen. I normally experiencing, I, I normally experience that kind of conflict in the reverse. And even then, I don't experience often where the mind level really wants to help, but the soul is resistant for some reason. Maybe the soul is afraid or doubts or confused or whatever. And then when I have a situation like that, I go in and help neutralize first any kind of resistance or blocks in the soul. What I don't have in this kind of clear way, this huge, I haven't experienced this huge kind of conflict where the mind is kicking and screaming and refusing help and the soul is saying, yes, yes, yes. Needless to say, I did work on her and she actually did do a lot of releasing. Uh, I don't know how it's going to bubble up into her out of reality, how it's going to affect the situation in any way. Keep in mind it is unconscious. Keep in mind that the mind is resistant. So I don't know, but you know with all, if she is letting things go that things will shift in some way. Um, okay. The second interesting thing that was so fascinating about it and the part that is very relevant to today's information was that the higher self told me that working with Sandra was a preview of coming attractions. Not just for me, guys, but for all of us. Because we're all going to get to the point where our main focus is going to be on the humanities. And we will be in that place of that oneness, oneness with ourselves, and therefore we'll be able to accept others where they are. We're not going to be able to force them to become, to be somewhere else or to buy into our program. We can only help them and knowing, help them knowing that they'll take that help in and they'll process it in their own timing. The higher self also indicated for me, which was also interesting, that I would have not gotten Sandra's permission at her soul level if I hadn't already moved into the into enough of the at-one-ment within myself to be able to accept her without judgment. Now, that was also a surprise for me. And whether I understood it accurately or not, clearly this situation was a departure from my norm. Uh, And it probably had to do with that huge move I've shared on the show that I took in Vermont where I had that day where my I was doing such huge releases over a three or four day period that one day I woke up and suddenly I wasn't I couldn't relate to the reality of, of where I was and I just walked through the village you know part of a day and I, I just couldn't connect with any reality as I was seeing it so I did some major shift in my reality and it probably I was able to move into it, although I did work on her when I was back there. I don't remember whether it must have been, I don't know whether it was before or after that big shift for me. I really don't know. But in any case, uh, they did say that the 
it had to do with that. The soul otherwise wouldn't have trusted, you see. They, it, the soul would have been worried about the judgment. So in any case, that's the scoop, and I thought it was so relevant. It is previews for all of us. We are going to be helping humanities. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be so much one-on-one help down the line because they're not enough for us, and they're billions of humanities, so it will be probably more of a group kind of situation, but that doesn't mean it won't have individual. There won't be individual help because, of course, there will. Anyway, let's get back to the higher selves. Okay. We've already discussed that concept that is greatly misunderstood as it pertains to unity. In many instances, this has been read out as a planet with all souls and minds in one accord. You have heard and you will hear again the idea of one government, one philosophy, all souls being in agreement with all other souls. This, however, is not in keeping with that that you also know that each soul is a snowflake and an individual within its own right, so that the unity and harmony and, and the at one does not mean that this planet, as a part of the new age, will have upon it all souls in agreement at political or philosophical levels. What it does mean is that in this process of the evolutionary thrust, in this process of the awakening and the opening that each of you are going through, at whatever level you happen to be on at any point in time, from whatever direction you are coming from in order to undergo this awakening, you will be involved in bringing unity by assisting those on this planet to come to terms with the idea that the beliefs and concepts of some people do not interfere with the ideas and concepts of others so that the government patterns, the political patterns, will still process. The philosophy, philosophical process, will still go through their own various levels of comprehension and understanding. But there will be no war. There will be no hatred. There will be no obsessive need to coerce and force unity and harmony within and between the collected groups. Group A in harmony and at one with group B because group A and B allow the space for each group to exist, recognizing the right of each individual to exist within whatever space, within whatever group that individual desires to exist within. Janet, keep just, just a reminder This doesn't mean you accept others harming others. This is about philosophical and political acceptance of others, not about standing back and allowing someone to physically abuse another individual. It's not that kind of thing. Higher selves. And I'm sure you guys know this. Okay, higher selves. This means that as you pioneer, before you move to be that part of the ultimate process, you become one united in harmony with yourself, a living example to others. And while it may be difficult to comprehend at this point in time, you will reach a point of being able to stand within a non-judgmental state, consciously and unconsciously, making no judgments about yourself or others. And please be assured that each of you carry within you the ability and the sole desire to fulfill 
and to bring that pattern into your own fourth dimensional directing identity existence. Some of you may only have, have a glimmer, if that, of the true power you carry. Some of you may give thought to it at an intellectual level, but are unable really to comprehend it with the feelingness of your nature. But it is important to remember in this moment once more that you are perfect. You are a perfect field of energy. You are the diamond unflawed. And the only thing that stands between you and the empowerment of that is your fourth dimensional inability at this point in time to accept it. This is not a chastisement. Each soul unfolds in the manner the soul has so ordained for itself. However, in that knowledge, you can greatly accelerate that acceptance by working with the altered realities that stand as shadows within your own light, by working with those altered realities that have permitted you to play out of the role placed around you by others and which you have accepted through that altered reality level of being yours. And once you lay claim to it, in that manner, you own it. You will ultimately move to own the perfection of yourself. You will ultimately be, each of you, a very brilliant light in the darkness of the collective bondage of the humanities. You have made that decision, and you have moved toward that consciously and unconsciously. But practice at one with yourself. Practice harmony with yourself. Practice unity of all the various personality psychological schisms. Become conscious of how often you are reacting. And by becoming conscious that you are reacting, you can then take control of your own beingness. Okay, that's the end of the session. And I want to say, yay. Um, We are being very clearly told we're going to get there, guys. We are going to get to the place where we are at one with ourselves and we have moved away the inability to accept and lay claim to all that we are. This is very, very uh, positive, and I've received in many healings, uh, individual healings that I've done, even in a group healing I did recently over the last few weeks, a lot of images where the individual is being told they're going through a process of cleaning the tarnish off the silver that they are or we're the dimensional window and we're all cleaning, you know, using uh, divine energies to clean the smudge and the, the encrustments off the window that it gathered over time because nobody cleaned it and just dust and dirt and black, 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 you know, all this stuff is clouding the dimensional window that our fourth dimensional purity of our fourth dimensional soul is. So this is a big part of the theme right now, that not only will we get there, but we all are moving in that direction. We are in the enfoldment process, and we're doing well, and it's being brought into our consciousness again and again. But also, before doing the healing today, which I'm not really sure, again, how it's unfolding, the higher selves are much more just moving me into a healing without my having a preconceived idea of what it's going to be. 
So, and I think it's an important part of my process just to allow to move into the energy and just to allow it to be come from within and not direct it from my mind level through that intellectual, oh, well, I better do a healing, you know, as my intellect is saying, but allow the healing to be processed from that inner flow. Anyway, but before I do uh, the healing today, I wanted to share something. I was talking with someone, Michael from Florida, and he listens to my shows, and he's had a couple, three sessions with me over the, I don't know, he's listened to a lot of my shows, and I think I've known him off and on for a year, I think. I'm not really sure. But in any case, I was talking to him the other day and discovered that even more than I'd already thought, he had moved into a place of not only grasping the message that I share with you guys, but he's really cooperating with this information. He's cooperating with the evolutionary thrust. He works a lot on himself, and he's gotten to the place where he's beginning to trust the, his own inner messages, even though, like all of us, he isn't completely sure that he's getting the inner messages. It's, you know, that conflict that we all have. On the one point, we think, oh, yeah, I really think it's an inner message. On the other hand, well, really? You know, and the self-doubt comes up. But he has made just huge strides. And I'm like, it's just so exciting because it's when I have a, a really long conversation with someone it really helps me see how profoundly the information can really help others. It, it really helps, and I'd like to share it with you all, because not just me telling you, oh, I've had so much change in my life, you're getting to know that it's working for these other individuals. But what I really want to share with you is he told me when he neutralizes, when I don't know how long he's been doing it, whether it's relatively new or he's been doing it for months, but he told me the symbol that he uses. Remember I've told you guys you can create your own symbols, and over different shows I've given you different symbols that people have used. Uh, I share them with you in case it works for you, but if something else comes up for you, well, he has one that is just so fabulous. I had to share it with you guys. Okay. Um, when he's working on some issue, now, of course, he amalgamates. Okay, that's always important. He brings in at the same time, okay, simultaneously, not only the symbol of light to work to neutralize the, the negative energy. So he, he might see the negative energies as a, symbolically as a black circle or something, and then he'll bring in the divine light looking like the light circle so that, of course, they are bring it into neutrality, those two. Uh, so, but you don't have to worry about that part. But in any case, he brings in the light to work on the negative. But he also, and this is what's so fabulous, he brings in the symbol of the dark light to work on the negative element of whatever issue he's working on. Now, keep in mind, this is a symbol. So the light is, symbol, is symbolic of the pure soul essence. Uh, the dark light is part of the light. It is not evil or bad. Symbolically, he's seeing it as the opposite of the positive 
energetics that he and we all carry that also play into our outward issues, our outward problems, our outward difficulties, whatever they may be. And I don't harp on it in my show uh, about we need to neutralize the positive, which is one of the reasons I'm just incredibly thrilled that he got the message. I don't harp on it because, you know, the negative is, is so much more weighty in our energetic baggage. But the positive is so important, like the one I told you guys recently about my intellectual self-identity. I needed to neutralize that because it kept pulling me into using my intellect to find answers and solutions and figure things out rather than tapping into my inner stream, my inner knowledge, my, my <laughs> purity and purpose within and so I had to neutralize it so I didn't go there without consciously realizing it. So that was a very positive self-identity that I had some sort of intelligence, okay? It was the one positive self-identity I came out of my childhood with, the only one. So, and I explained in the, in the other show that it was at first like, really, really, you want me to neutralize my only positive self-identity from my childhood? And, and in fact, as they explained it to me, I went, oh, yeah, heck yes. I want to be always tapping into that inner flow rather than trying to figure things out intellectually. So, of course, I did. What I loved about Michael was that he understood, one, that you need to, to do the negative and positive for every pattern because we may not realize it, but when the creative body, the creative life force energy that we carry weaves our outer reality, it pulls from all the energetics. It doesn't just pull from one one thing, one group, one thought form. It pulls from all the energetics, and it's weaving our outer reality. So our outer reality is created from a very complex intermixing of energetics negative and positive. So one, he understood that. And I'm hoping that I'm giving to you all because I'm so emphasizing the idea that him doing this at the same time is fabulous. The second thing is that he understood that the image or the symbol, once he's amalgamated of the dark light, of course, is only a symbol. He's using it because he now sees the, say, symbolically, the positive elements of that pattern to be a, in a white circle or a white orb, and so he calls in the dark light, not evil, but opposite of the positive elements to neutralize those, and he's doing it with every single neutral, all of his neutralizing, and this is something I think is absolutely fabulous. I have said, and I, again, I've not hammered it that it's important we neutralize every single one of the energetics we carry, positive and negative. It's we want to be completely clear. We want to clear that window of any distortions, any discolorations, good or bad. It is very, very, very important. And I just felt this was so brilliant and so great. I had to share it with you. Now, when I do my work, I don't distinguish 
I always call in known and unknown everything that plays into whatever. So I don't limit it by only calling in the negative ever. And there are times where I directly work on the positive, as I explained to you. But I like the idea of doing it on a regular basis so that we bring consciousness to the, the idea that when we're neutralizing, we need to neutralize anything the positive and the negative, and maybe 95% of the pattern is going to come from the negative energy energy identities, and maybe only 5% or maybe less will come from the positive. But it gets us doing both. And I just cannot thank Michael enough for sharing that with me and giving me permission to share it with you all. Okay. I do want to say hello. I have another listener that that has called in with the numbers ending in 4694. I don't know who you are, but in any case, hello, welcome. If you want to speak to me, you can press the one, I believe, or one star or something like that. But otherwise, um, just enjoy the rest of the show. Um, and I am going to do this healing and just writing this phone number down. Just, oh. There is a question. Wow. Okay. I'm going to come. I'm going to say hello. Maybe it's somebody who's calling before. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm going to, before I do the healing, let me speak to this caller. Okay. 4694. Okay. I'm going to put you on. No, wait. I am going to put you on the mic. Hello, 4694. Hello. This hello? is Greg from Pennsylvania. I'm a first time listener. You're, you're a first time listener. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and my do you have a name was, you can give me? Greg. Greg from Greg. Great, Greg. Thank you. Sure. Yes. Your question. Uh, one of the one of my issues is it's like when you're trying to cleanse uh, and deal with your own energies. Uh, is there is there a way? You know, it's sometimes when you're not sure whether you're picking up on outside energies that want you to do the work for them or you're working on yourself. I know sometimes I've had situations where I wasn't sure what was me and what was something else. But after a little med- after some meditation, I'd find out I was picking up on something that was going on either locally or somewhere else. And it, it, you know, okay. maybe I took it in as a before I realized it wasn't. Well, um, it, it, that's a really good question, Greg, and uh, thank you for bringing it to to the show and to the listeners. I, because you're a first time listener, you might not realize that you actually can't take anything else in if you don't already carry it. So in other words, let's say there's some negative behavior or negative thoughts or beliefs that you've taken in. It, it's because those match what you already carry, and they because what you're already carrying are is magnetically attracting in these other things. So you were picking up absolutely correctly, uh, it seems to me, that you were picking up other energies from someone else or something else. But I want you to understand that the way to prevent that from happening is to go in and neutralize your own energies, your own energy identities, and then you won't have them anymore to 
magnetically pull those other energies, those other negative energies in. Does that make sense to you? Definitely. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a struggle. <laughs> it is a struggle. You know? And it, it, it absolutely is a struggle. And, but we have to be, we begin with ourselves. And so the more we work on dissolving and neutralizing the energies, the energetics we carry, the less that will happen. And you'll get to the point where it just isn't an issue anymore. It's not something you have to force not to be an issue because so much goes on energetically that we just aren't aware of consciously. It's hard to force something to be something else when we're, we're not totally grasping all the energetic things, all the things that are going on energetically. So would you like me to do a healing on you? I, I, I hadn't planned a specific healing today. Maybe this is why, because you called in, but if you don't want me to work on you, I could maybe just work on the general concept in some way. What What do you think? Uh, okay, and uh, I think one of the things that I know sometimes happens, and I don't know if it happens to other people, is, and I'm not sure if this is good or bad, sometimes I'll do meditations where I'm just sending blessings and, uh, I guess, good prayers, you know, white light into negative uh, things around me, whether in the state or, you know, whether school systems, states, you know, any, anything I can really think of. And I'm wondering, even though sometimes that will bring a relief, I'm wondering if I'm just kind of avoiding my own issues, you know, almost like, uh, you know, you're getting your relief from doing all this blessing and work on, everything around you so where you feel, you know, better about yourself. And I'm wondering if that can sometimes be a distraction. And I'm, you know, I've been off and on about that for a while. Well, um, I have to say, you can work, we can work on neutralizing that self-doubt, but I can tell you right now, you're doing it because you have a very deep desire within to help others. Um, you are a fifth dimensional and you may, I don't believe you tuned in to hear all of the information, but you're a fifth dimensional, Greg, and you have a very deep desire, deep mission, deep destiny to help others. So that is not coming forward and happening because you are trying to distract yourself from working on yourself. Um, you are doing it out of that place of purity of purpose and sincerity of motive that you carry. And so it's, it's, it's absolutely a wonderful thing. Now, the self-doubt is something we all carry, that, that well, well, I wonder, are we doing this right or are we doing what we should be doing and all of that? And those kind of things we can neutralize so that you don't feel that self-doubt, that worry, that concern, that anxiety, that feeling that, oh, maybe you're doing something wrong. This is part of the human condition, and we, you can work that out of your system by doing this neutralizing process. Would you like me to, to do some sort of healing on you or okay, related to that? Or do you have, um, is there any other issue that you might want to put on the table? I don't know because I'll be working with your higher self. Yeah, exactly uh, what will come up. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we don't know what we need. Uh, you know, I'll pray for one thing and you know get something else. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like to ask 
sometimes I don't know whether or not to ask for specifics. Sometimes, you know, what we think matters doesn't matter. But uh, bless you. Thank you. Well, well, honestly, um, I know that feeling uh, is, is part of the human condition. And But I also know that everything you think to me matters. And if, if you're thinking the thought and you're speaking it out at some level, it's important to you and it's important for me to pay attention to it. Now, you deeply at the soul level and at your higher self level will see what's priority in there. And that's what I'll be doing. You know, you'll be showing me in the healing. You'll be showing me, at, you know, not you won't be speaking it out, but I'll be picking it up from your higher self and your soul at you at the soul level. That will show me what the priority is. But um, but I always ask what an individual at, at the mind level, what they want, you know, to to work on. It's important to me. Okay? So don't feel awkward okay. or anything. Okay. I know, you, you yeah, know it's you. easy to feel. <laughs> I know it feels, it's so easy to feel awkward and don't we all feel awkward. But I'm kind of trying to give you permission that you don't have to. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm excited. This is great. I, I rarely get people to call in um, these days because I come to the show not expecting a call in, and so I'm getting out information, And but I do love to have a caller. I really appreciate it, and all the other listeners appreciate it, too, because we're all in the same boat here, okay? And every individual is different. And I might work on you and somebody else is going to say, oh, my gosh, that really helped me too. Because when we do the healing, Greg, the, we set up the amalgamation first. And then every individual listening can also, whatever issues, you know, like self-doubt, we all have. So if I'm finding self-doubt for you, all the listeners can be letting go of their own self-doubt so it's a situation where a healing for an individual helps many simultaneously. Okay? So I thank you for that, um, the opportunity to help many. Okay, so I'm going to, even though you, because you missed out and you didn't call in until just about eight or ten minutes ago, so I'm going to do an amalgamation uh, again, and I, I would always anyway. But I'm going to explain some stuff as we go through it, okay? So okay. I would encourage okay. everyone to, to, and I do all the talking, Greg. <laughs> Just so you know, it isn't like we talk back and forth. I'm going to be doing all the talking. The healing is done in two stages. The first stage is the amalgamation. It's where we become one with the divine energies that we carry and that we're connected to. It's the divine energies that do the work. And we have to give permission to them, and that's what the amalgamation does, because divine energies can't trespass our free will. So we're going to be the amalgamation process, and don't worry about the word, okay? It just means becoming one with. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so the first part is the amalgamation process. The second part is the healing itself, and that's usually the much bigger part. But I do explain a lot in the amalgamation, especially for someone who is, new to this work like you are, um, please understand that if you're doing the amalgamation on your own down the line, and I would hope that you might might do that, um, you, of course, you can listen to the same healing over and over again. 
because each time you go in, you'll be uh, taking off more and more layers of whatever patterns that, that you carry because all the patterns from every lifetime, and we're talking eons and eons and eons of lifetimes that you've lived that you carry with you. So stuff comes off in layers, and so every time you listen to the same healing, you'll be able to get to deeper and deeper layers, even though it's the same healing, because whatever you've neutralized doesn't come back. You just allow the deeper layers to come up for release and neutralizing. So when I... When I get to the healing part, you'll be totally encased in your light. I want you to either imagine or think the the thoughts, you know, I am releasing whatever it is I'm telling you to release and whatever you think other other than that to release. I want you to just let it go. See it perhaps or imagine it as black smoke or um, oil pumping out of a oil um, you know, or coming like out of the top change. of your head. Yeah, yeah, spewing out, moving into the light. And as the energetics are moving into the light, I want you to know, if you don't see it, you can imagine it, it's turning, it's being neutralized. It's being turned into neutral energy. The light is neutralizing it. Can't get rid of it, but it neutralizes it, and then the light absorbs it because neutral energy becomes whatever touches it. So you always want to absorb it into the light. You don't want that neutral energy to be let go and then it can touch something negative and empower it. So you want it to be empowering your light. So in any case, basically um, the basic idea, but some of it will probably come up as I go into the healing. You'll you'll hear it again, uh, maybe not quite so quickly. Now it might be a good idea to mute yourself when I start so that you can move around if you've so choose to or, you know, change shifts positions or whatever. But I do recommend that you close your eyes because it is the focus of attention that is so important. So in any case, hopefully you'll be in someplace quiet. Um, now, I could actually mute you myself, I just realized. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I have a mute button. You know, I, I usually do it whenever I'm not talking anyway. So. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect, Greg. Okay, we're on the same. We're on the same page. All right. The reason is is that if somebody's moving around, it gets really easily picked up, and I don't want you to feel like you can't. I do hope you would stay quietly in some place, but you know, if you want to get up and walk across the room because you're having a coughing fit, then, you know, go ahead. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it won't disturb the flow of the healing. You will always have this healing. It will be digital. Uh, You can always hear it again. So, um, all right, so that's the scoop. So go ahead and mute yourself, and then I will let you know, and you can take it off mute when I'm done. Okay, so I want you and all the listeners to past, present, and future, because there are many, many present here. Um, As Greg doesn't know, but when I do the show, the call goes out from that fifth dimensional level to all listeners, past, present, and future. And now it even goes out to individual fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature all around the globe. And so we have a tremendous amount of energy present here. And, uh, but for you, Greg, I want you to quiet your mind as best you can and to bring that focus of attention to the right here and the right now. 
And a good technique to do that, if you don't already know, but you probably do, is to simply listen to my voice. If you find a, that your mind is wandering, you know, that's fine. We all do it from time to time. But when you realize it, pull it back in, listen to my voice or whatever other technique you use, and bring that focus of attention in. It is that focus of attention that is the turn-on switch. It is what allows the divine energies to come in, move in through and around us, uh, the divine energies we carry and those that we're connected to. And so right now, I want you to use that focus of attention, and I want you to focus on something that the higher selves call the pure soul essence. Now, the name is not what's important. What's important is what the pure soul essence is. Many people call it the divine light within or the God within or whatever. Many people call it many different things. Um, but the, the important thing to understand is this pure soul essence is the part that each and every soul carries from the moment in time it was first expressed as a soul within the mineral kingdom. All souls begin as minerals, and all souls progress through the mineral, then the plant, then the animal, then the human kingdom, and then into the fifth dimension, eventually into the sixth and the seventh dimension and beyond. I'm not going to go into the evolutionary process now. This information is everywhere on my show, should you be interested. But the higher self want you to understand, and it's very clear, that you, un- that you need to understand that this pure soul essence, symbolic light that you carry within, is part of the originating source. You could liken it to the DNA we carry in each one of our cells. Now, what's we each get DNA, we get DNA from each of our parents. It's present in in the totality within each cell. So even if the cell is manifesting as a blood cell or a brain cell or a nerve cell, those cells all carry the totality of the double helix of the DNA. So in the same way, whether the soul is manifesting as a mineral or as a plant or as an animal or as a human or as any kind of soul, it carries the full presence, the full totality of all there is, all that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. We carry that it is the purest and the most perfect and the most potent point of personal power that each and every soul carries. Now, the journey through much of the human kingdom is to get to the point where we understand that we do carry it, then how to use it and to actually use it on a moment-to-moment basis. Right now, you have already graduated beyond the human dimension. You already are a fifth dimension, fifth dimensional. You have returned and you, uh, an aspect of yourself and have taken on the facade soul uh, of the pure human soul, and you are operating out of a dual soul nature, carrying both the, the human soul and the fifth dimensional true soul. The indication here is if you wish to hear more about who you truly are, you can um, 
find this information on my shows. I go into it a lot starting in January of 2016, and there are many shows that unfold the fifth dimensional information, uh, much, if not most of the shows over that year. If you find yourself interested in that, you can pursue it. Right now, I just want you to understand that you have this pure soul essence, and I want you to focus on it. Now, often it's easier to use a symbol. Sometimes we, uh, as I said earlier, you can use a spark of light or a flame of a candle. I personally really love the symbol of a sun within. Why? Because the sun in its own right is incredibly brilliant. It's incredibly powerful and life-giving. And so if we use the symbol of the sun to symbolize the true, the pure soul essence, that energy that we all carry, that symbolic DNA from the originating source, it's really, really much more easy to feel the immense power of the light that we carry. And it is that light that does the work for us in the healing. It isn't me magically, you know, waving a wand and saying, oh, you are magically healed. The focus of attention on this pure soul essence activates the light and gives it permission to do the neutralizing, to help you uh, with all the issues, uh, good, bad, and, and indifferent, all the issues, all the energetics, that energetic garbage that we all carry <clears throat> from the sojourn that we've had through the human kingdom as fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. So right now I want you to literally focus on that symbolic sun, or you can simply say the words, I am my pure soul essence, or you can just focus on your light within if that is something you're used to doing. And I want you to stand right in the center of it, and I want you to see that light symbolically pulsing and expanding and it's moving in through and around the totality of your body in through and around at the totality of all your um, your cells your organs your systems and even the nanospaces between all of those that light is becoming one with your physical body. But we're not stopping it there. It's going to continue to expand. It's continuing to move into your outer energetic, your outer energetics, your symbolic, your um, energetic envelope, so to speak, around your physical body into the totality of who you are at the facade human soul level encompassing the totality you're standing within that light and becoming one with the light but the light isn't stopping there either it's also moving to encompass the totality of who you are at the fifth dimensional level that true soul essence that fifth dimensional part of who you are and all of the soul aspects that you contain at the or that you have that you are carry at the soul level, both the fourth dimensional and the fifth dimensional soul level. Understanding exactly that what I'm saying is not important because it is happening anyway. Your light is, and I see it very, very clearly, your light is growing and becoming greater and greater. Uh, my light is doing the same, and the, it's like the both of us are creating two gigantic beacons of light 
for the elements of the soul are very, very large, uh, very, very expanded, very much more is unknown about the soul than is known, and it doesn't matter, again, that you understand or know about it because it's happening anyway. Your true soul essence and your um, soul at the human soul level is given total permission for this light to happen. It, you are directing this light to happen at that free will level. You have given permission for this healing. So we're both standing in our light. We are both joined in one accord at that light. But I do want you to understand that all the individuals around the globe that I spoke of early on, they are also doing the same thing. And they, as a result, we are creating around the globe a beacon, a strike beacon. All the beacons are becoming one, joining in one accord. We're creating like an array of light. And this array of light is just huge. It's gorgeous. It's expanded in through and around the planet and out into the universe. But before we move into uh, the anything more, the higher selves are indicating they want me to bring to your consciousness that we're moving this entire group, this entire planet, this entire, all the souls in through and around, we're moving all of us right into the center consciously of the originating source of all there is. We are becoming one with the oneness and the nowness of that originating source level, guaranteeing that the healing that we're going to do on you, Greg, and that the healing that is going out to any and every other soul is going to be happening at the very highest level that that soul can handle. Each and every soul at the human free will level is going to take in the healing and give permission for the healing to be active in its life pattern to the level that it is agreed to. Nothing can be forced. The divine energies cannot trespass. They cannot force. But in this way, we are at least providing those divine energies the opportunity for various souls to take in whatever element or aspect of these, this divine light they wish to partake or they're ready for. So in this way, the call, since we're amalgamated with this divine light, we are, hit, we are standing in the center of the oneness and the nowness of originating source. There is a call that goes out literally to the totality of the human kingdom universe. There is a symbolic call and soul that, that, that uh, feel that it's, it, they are ready, they're unaware perhaps, they carry their own light, or they are just a drawn in for whatever reason, they come in and they partake of the light. These are souls in body and out, and they, are, they come in, I see it like legions of souls, literally legions of souls. They come in and partake of the divine energies we're providing, um, and this is something you would be providing when you send out the light in your own way during your meditations. They part, come in and partake of that light. Then when they've taken what they want, they move aside and more legions come in. It's a very powerful um, call, very powerful help. We will never know at the mind level who it is exactly, how we're helping, but we are helping an enormous amount of souls all over the planet. This is not a distraction. This is not a uh, any kind of thing that we're doing in order to prevent from working on ourselves. And in this case, we will, I will be getting to you, Greg, in just a minute. Um, in addition, this light is going into the astral, uh, the 
of the human kingdom universe into the totality astral. It is being provided, this light is being provided to help neutralize the negative bands of the astral planes. We're also going to activate uh, the higher, higher heart consciousness energy, which is the highest divine love energy that is uh, possible in the human kingdom. And we're going to activate that simply by focusing on the heart center. Greg, we're just going to activate that divine heart, higher heart consciousness energy. We can see it coming out the top of our heads, out the heart chakra, however you wish to see it, and we're going to fill the human kingdom universe. Wherever our light is going, we've activated this element of the light, and this higher heart consciousness energy is is being provided for all souls, and it is also being provided for the astral. So in this way, we are bringing what this is so important, this higher heart consciousness energy. It is the most important energy for us to be providing. And in this earlier in the session that you did not hear, it um, did um, say that you could envision it as being a very brilliant pink with silver and gold flecks. And the silver and gold are representative of the male and the female aspects, and when they join, they, they give birth to the higher heart consciousness energy. So silver is the female element, and gold is the male element. Okay, so we have set up the healing right now. I'm gonna, next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to activate between, all of us can activate it. Every single individual can activate it. First, we're going to activate what the the element of the divine energies at the higher self call the rainbow bridge energy. Now, the first thing rainbow bridge energy does is it connects each of our chakras with the chakras of originating source. What does this do? It absolutely brings our chakras into the highest state of efficiency that we can reach in this moment in time. Now, tomorrow, next week, next month, it can be higher, but it'll be the highest that we can reach. And why is this important? Because chakras are energy exchange points. We're going to be letting go. You, Greg, are going to be letting go of whatever issues are coming into play in the healing when I get to it. And so the energetics are going to be coming out of the chakras and moving into your light to be neutralized and dissolved and then absorbed by the light. At the same time, you're going to be drawing all the divine energies back into your chakras. The divine energies are working the positive side. We want to let go of the negative, and we want to empower the positive. And empowering it with the divine energies is the most efficient, most powerful kind of way that we can empower it. Thinking thoughts, I am wealthy, I am healthy, I am this – if it doesn't carry the divine energies, it really only adds to the energetic garbage that we have. And, and even though it's positive, it may not seem like garbage, and I don't mean to uh, put you off. But, in fact, any of those kind of thoughts, eventually we want to get rid of all of them, positive and negative. And we carry so many more negative than positive by saying I am healthy or whatever you might say those kind of affirmations it's not that they're going to harm you but it's almost like um, we're adding feathers to the positive that we carry as a, that have to offset 
the pile of bricks of the negative that we carry because for the most part, the human condition, we have so many more negative thoughts than positive. And so the, at the energetic scale, there is so little uh, positive as compared to the negative. So when we think the positive thoughts, it isn't that we are hurting ourselves necessarily. It's just that using the divine energies is very, very, very much more powerful. Remember, the divine energies, the purest, most perfect, most potent part of what we carry, that pure soul essence. Okay, so right now we've activated the Rainbow Bridge energy. Another aspect of the energy is that what it does is that it creates, um, it pulls these the colors that are representative of each and every chakra from the originating source, the very highest level that each of us can tolerate. And it takes those colors from each of the different chakras. Those divine colors moving out of the heart center actually create a bridge of rainbow color. And you're creating it. I'm creating it. Everybody else on the planet is creating it. And actually, it's very interesting. But I'm seeing the rainbow bridge being created, and it's as if we're all connected now, and it's creating right between you and me, and you're in Pennsylvania, I'm in California, we, we've created what could be viewed as a platform of Rainbow Bridge energy. Now, Rainbow Bridge energy is extremely balanced. It's perfectly balanced, and it cannot be discolored or distorted in any way so it's a perfect platform for any healing and I see you you just jumped right on the platform and that's one of the reasons why I do create the platform using the rainbow bridge energies because it helps me have that focus of attempt uh, focus of attention um, I often do healings without rainbow bridge uh, platforms but it also helps those listening to have a focus of attention and you yourself can focus on the rainbow bridge platform that's between between you and I symbolically. Uh, and that platform is so empowered by all that are part of this healing. And they're all going to get the benefit of the healing as well. So as I said, everyone gets the benefit of the healing for each individual. Okay, so you jumped right up there. At the soul level, there isn't any kind of resistance for the healing. The I'm reading out the soul level. It's the soul level that was where the free will care is carried. It is the soul level that is giving permission. So at the soul level, you just jumped right on that platform. You're really, really ready for the healing. And um, I, what I want is I want the at the soul level, and I'm, I, oh, I didn't say this, but we're all amalgamated with the totality of our higher selves. When we became one with the true soul essence and the, and the light enveloped the totality of who we are, that included the higher selves. And I want you to understand that higher selves are inside us. Okay, they're carried within, and the information that I may or may not get, I don't know uh, if they're going to give, you know, actual information for the healing or whether they're just going to sort of help me with the various patterns that you're carrying at the soul level. In any case, it, I'm getting your higher self direction, you and you at the, your higher self and you at the soul level. So um, now higher self would never direct me to do something that you and your soul level wouldn't give permission for. So the higher self work with your own, your higher self work with your 
So, okay, so I'm just trying to be clear here since you're a brand new listener. Okay. So you jumped on. There's very, very much uh, openness to the healing. And and that your soul is telling me, you know, that you're very ready to move into the higher levels of understanding, to move into the expansion. And the reason why you are so open is that it's been hard for you at the mind level to get past, which is normal for all of us, to get past some of the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, and the misinterpretations that you carry. One of them that's coming up is that self-doubt, and I want you to begin to release it. This is something I've worked on myself many, many times. We all do. And just when we think we've gotten rid of it, it comes up, you know, in some other arena, some other instance, some other pattern. So self-doubt is always something that's good. There's many layers of it. So we want to, I want you to really let go of the self-doubt. And right attached to the self-doubt is a lot of self-attack, self-blame, self-criticism. And the, this comes from because you've lived through actual situations and conditions in many, many lives where people around you are criticizing you, blaming you. This is also part of the human condition. And so I want you to just begin to let go as much as you can of those parts of you that feel less than, that feel flawed, that feel like you're never, you know, you, you're just, you don't have the, the confidence, you don't have the ability, you don't have the, the wherewithal. You, you, you know, you're not going to be able to meet the challenge. So despite how much you want at the soul level to move into the higher levels of awareness, the higher levels of uh, being able to tune in to who you are, that you are blocking that from your beliefs about yourself. And this is exactly what we all do. This is 100% what we all do. So I don't want you to feel in any way, shape, or form that this is any kind of chastisement or any kind of criticism. I'm just honing in on what you at the soul level is telling me. You at the soul level says that they, it, really, you re- want, it really wants you to let go of these issues of lack of self-love, lack of self-worth, self-doubt, feeling less than, feeling like, okay, who are you? This is what's coming up. Who are you to think that you could possibly do that? You're just Joe Schmo from whatever. And that's the kind of feeling I feel coming up from you. It's just like, what, you know, how could I have any of this kind of ability? You know, I'm just nobody kind of thing. I'm just, you know, the guy next door. I'm just a normal person. Why would I ever think that I could really move into higher levels of beingness and of manifestation and of awareness and consciousness. And you at the soul level knows darn well you can. And not only do you know it, you're fully cooperating with this energetic release. I'm seeing a lot of this crapola coming out. It's misunderstandings. You've been told, as we all have, going through multiple lifetimes, that we have to wait from some. First of all, that we have to wait for somebody outside of us to fix us, to do it for us or whatever, and that we are nobody and we have to be humble and we have to, you know, let the big shots fix us or do it for us. 
but inside you are very aware of who you are. It's just that there is a lot of this dirt, encrustments, false beliefs, misunderstandings that really cloud that knowing. It's as if that knowing has to look through layers and layers and layers of thick, thick, multiple carpets or something. And by the time, you know, the vision gets to the other side of the carpet, there, you can't see anything. The light isn't even apparent. So it's, it's getting rid of these carpet layers, these, these encrustments. And um, you're, you're doing it very fast. I am seeing a lot of movement here. You at the soul level understand this is what needs to be let go. It's really been blocking you. It blocks all of us. It keeps us sort of in place, um, all this self-doubt. But it's as if there's this kind of, I'm almost feeling like an explosion because there's such a sense of relief and a sense of release and it's still going, and I want you to continue to let go of these things, this thing, because I'm telling you, you aren't nobody. You carry the pure soul essence. There is no soul that is unimportant, that, isn't, that is insignificant, that is lost, that is bad, that is unworthy. Uh, Every single soul is as pure and perfect as every other soul because each and every soul carries the totality of the originating source. And just as all the different cells, all the different cells carry the totality of the double helix, all the different cells come together and create the manifestation of the physical body. It manifests that DNA that we carry every single soul, known and unknown, at every single level and every single dimension, known and unknown, are part of all there is. And just as the brain cells are as important as the blood cells, are as important as the lung cells, as important as the skin cells, the bone cells, whatever, every single part of the physical body is as important as every other part, and that's the same with all of us, each of us, no matter how we're manifesting, what level, what dimension, whatever we are manifesting as, we're all as equally pure and perfect and equally important. And so I'm giving you that concept, even though you may know it at some level because it's the healing and I'm being instructed to give that to you, I'm giving it to you and it's triggering off a lot of these false beliefs and misunderstandings that somehow you aren't important. Somehow you have to lay aside ego. You have to lay aside uh, your own self-identity as an individual. There's, there's all these real confusions in here that are really out there around the planet and have been for in many hundreds for millennium. Uh, the idea that we are important, you know, are unimportant, that we have to sort of somehow move aside so that we can allow the external light or the external God or the external whatever to work through us. Well, in fact, you are important. What we need to do is become that. We are already the unflawed diamond. The only thing we don't realize 
is that we're that. It's the inability to see that. And so that's what's really, this is where the explosion is. It's like there's a part of you that's giving permission to yourself to let go of the idea that you are unimportant, that you're just a quote-unquote nobody, or, or there's just no way that you'll be able to become all that you so desperately want to become. And so I'm really encouraging, and you are continuing to let this stuff go. Now, just as um, I want to give you another analogy, I think you understand it, but this is such a great analogy. Just keep, just know this is just a symbol, but think of a, a submarine under the water for months and months at a time, okay? Now, this would be symbolic of all of us on our journey for eons of time. The submarine is recycling that air. It's getting darker and dank, danker and smellier and disgustinger and all of that as the months go, and it's just recycled horrible air, okay? In the same way as we go through our lifetimes, we are accumulating more and more junk, more and more misunderstandings, more and more hurts, more and more wounds, more and more doubts, more and more false assumptions, that kind of thing, false beliefs. And so just like the submarine is under the water and that air is getting so yucky, at some point it comes to the surface of the ocean and the hatch at the top of the submarine opens up and the dank air is flowing out just flowing out. Now, it doesn't leave the inside of the submarine airless because the outside air, the sunshine, the fresh air, the clarity, the purity of that air is flowing back in. That's the chakra system. That's the give and take. And so the fresh air comes in and the horrible other air moves out. It's absorbed by that beautiful sunlight and it's cleared and uh, becomes one with it. In the same way, you're letting go of all of these things and the energy, that divine love, that higher heart consciousness energy, I want you to see it flowing back through all your chakras. Divine love, divine clarity of vision and expanded perception to help you see the purity and perfection of who you are at that fifth dimensional level, which we've hardly even spoken of, you carry a tremendous amount of expanded uh, ability, knowledge, energy. It's the fifth dimensional part of you is also carried at the divine will level. So you're carrying both the divine will and the free will in your existence here, but we live out of the free will pattern and we have to operate through, not, yeah, through that free will arena. And so we want to clear as much of this gunk so that we can allow that true soul essence to be operating in conjunction with our facade human soul. We want to let that in, that energy in. We want to let it in, guys. Okay, so this is what you're doing, Greg. Okay, now let me just see. There's more here, but there is kind of this, I saw this kind of big release as if that, you know, symbolically like the submarine came up and opened its hatch. You've opened up 
yourself at the heart center and your and the other chakras too, but you're letting a lot of that garbage go and you're letting in a lot of the divine energies. It's as if there's a you've taken a big step forward here. I'm beginning to run out of time, but I do want to see where else they want me to go. Okay, the higher self would like to just say to you um, something. At that true soul essence level, you carry the divine mission that you volunteer to do upon your return to the fourth dimension carrying the facade soul. That divine mission that you carry is to help all of the humanities and all souls at the four, in the four lower dimensions, the mineral, plant, animal, and human, to help them accelerate their evolutionary process. The concept that was spoken earlier by the one we're speaking through is a valid one for your your feeling and intention and actually processing the sending out of energy to facilitate and help situations and conditions that you that come to mind uh, this is a very important and valid part of how you can help and how you are following the mission that you came that you volunteered to come in to do we would we would we would add that your conscious understanding of the importance of who you are at the true soul essence level and the understanding of giving permission to the divine energies by becoming one with that pure soul essence light. This is an important element we wish to give you. For having that, those two elements in consciousness will only expand the help that you are providing for others. The divine energies can never hurt and harm or harm. They can't control or manipulate. They can't, uh, they always do what is important in the highest ideal for the souls that are taking it in. The, it is the soul receiving the energy that makes the decisions. So you cannot make a mistake. The, there may be a perception when you're doing giving out the energies that perhaps you didn't help. Perhaps that situation or condition that you're sending light into looks like it's taken for a turn a turn for the worst. But please understand, it is that the situation, the individual, the group of individuals do will not be going backwards. It is simply that the energies that are helping those individuals are triggering off the discolorations, the uh, distortions in the the psychological and emotional uh, energetics that those individuals carry, and it can be perceived from our viewpoint that it's going backwards. However, that release, those 
elements of emotions or psychological schisming that is processing, it is those things are coming up because at the soul level, the light that you provided has helped the soul become determined to be triggered, to be letting go of these elements that the souls are carrying. It plays out from our perceptions often that it is negative in nature, but we wish to assure you that is not the case. Bottom line, there is therefore an, it, it, the intention, second gen, therefore it is the, our purpose to, in stepping forward to encourage you to do the conscious amalgamation before you begin to send out the energies and also to include in that amalgamation the becoming one with that true soul essence, that fifth dimensional part of yourself. For that carries, a trem- that is your highest most evolved part of who you are at the soul level and carries tremendous gifts and talents and information and uh, energy that works in direct line with the originating source in a process of helping to de-intensify information and, and energy and bring it into the human kingdom so that it can't hurt or harm. The true soul essence is a very uh, major important part of who you are, and we simply encourage you to bring that into the amalgamation process before you, um, as you desire to, to do it and as you send your light out into the situations and conditions that you wish to bring healing energy to. Also keep in mind the higher heart consciousness is very, very uh, important. It is the most significant uh, healing energy we have uh, present for the human kingdom. And if you consciously activate that element of the divine energies, also be helping the uh, humanities in a tremendous way. Okay, we're running out of time, and so I'm going to ask you, Greg. Uh, first of all, I should just say the higher and I. Sorry, but I'm I hate to be in a rush. The higher selves have encompassed you in a. I call it like a cocoon of energy. It's your own light. It is so beautiful, and it it does a lot of things. First of all, it's going to help you continue the processing because you are still letting go of stuff. I don't know, and we'll talk about it when when I'm done and you get, come back and you unmute yourself, but right now it helps you continue to process these negative energies out and the divine energies in. The other thing it does is it helps you acclimate because as we let go of a lot of the energetics, it can have some, I don't know, some blowback or some impact we can either feel hyper or exhausted or sick or something you know and sometimes it can be extreme depending on each individual so this cocoon helps 
us acclimate so whatever the possible repercussions of letting go of so much is really mitigated and made a lot less doesn't mean that you won't feel something, but it, it, it definitely helps a tremendous amount. It also helps us acclimate to the evolutionary thrust energy, and that's also a big help, and I'm not going to go into it because we're running out of time, and I do want to talk to you about it. So um, can you go put yourself back on, take, take yourself off the mute? Are you, are you there? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, now, Greg, yeah, I want to say one thing. Oh, good. You liked it? You understood it, I'm hoping. I felt like you would have. Yeah, a lot of uh, ideas for meditations came up, too, so that was helpful. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, now, the other thing is um, it was... It was really the majority of it was a lot of explanation because of my time constraint and because you're a brand new listener. The higher self really indicated there was a lot of explanation that needed to be explained. There is more stuff under there as it is for all of us. And in a way, you know, I'm sorry. But when, if you listen to this again and you move into the same state, like I said, you can pause it and anything that comes up for you is on for release and to be neutralized. So anything can come up and you can just move into the amalgamation because you're listening to the, you know, what I've said, then pause it and you can do whatever. It will also, it's also indicated that it, by the higher selves, that when you do your, your meditation, you could also amalgamate first. This is a different, it's different in a way from, I'm thinking the kind of meditation you do in this it's a conscious kind of meditation where we consciously amalgamate, but you can use it with whatever other kind of meditation you do use. But once you bring yourself into the conscious amalgamation, the conscious giving permission to the divine energies, anything you do after that is really at the highest level. And I would be really cu- curious if you would write me. Um, my email is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. So again, it's J-V-V, like Victor, Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond at gmail.com. If you notice any difference with your meditation, when you, if you amalgamate first, I'm just curious because they're both, both approaches are important. What people often think that it's an either or sort of thing. And it's not, is never that way with at least this information. It's always can be used with any other kind of modality or process. So I'd be curious to see if you've noticed any difference. Um, But anyway, you can email me if you have any questions, any comments, anything. Okay, thank you. Okay, and I hope you'll call in again. I hope you'll listen again. Um, Yeah, I'll definitely uh, (laughs) go back and listen some more. Okay, great. They're on my website, too. Um, they're also on Blog Talk. They're archived there. My website's higherselfvoice.com. They're also on your phone. I don't know if you have a smartphone, but they're on the iPhone, on the podcast app, and also on Samsung and Android. You, I think it doesn't come up. I don't think it comes automatically on those two. You have to download a podcast app. 
called CastBox, yeah. but they're free. And iTunes, too. I think I'm on iTunes. So you can hear it just about anywhere. Okay. And yeah, I don't think I'll have a problem sure? finding it. Oh, okay, good. And I, you know, I'd love to learn more about you, but maybe if you send me an email, and I always respond to you or anyone out there, guys, okay. that email address for all of you. And I have 60 seconds, so I have to say goodbye. <laughs> and, um, okay, goodbye. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, Greg, for calling in. Bless you. Okay. All right, guys, um, this is the end. I'll talk to you next week about something new. Thanks, thanks, thanks for being part of my show always. You know, I absolutely love it, as you know. So thanks, guys, and so this is goodbye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events, or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.